you would feel his joy just bubble out of you that um, if you just if you just need to be with him if it's just been a while that you just take that time um, and so we're just gonna worship with everything we got up here um, so just join us in that and um, we, we just want to be passionate for God. We just want to be desperate for Him and um, just go after Him with everything. So um, I really encourage you, like, take your shoes off. Like, um, just get comfortable. Um, we're going we're gonna to worship. So, um, um, yeah, just really press into God. So if you would, would you just lift your hands right now? And would you just um, put your focus on Him? Um, let's just open our hearts to Him. If you don't know what to say, would you just start thanking Him? We just start thanking him and just um, just pouring out your love on him because he's just going to pour it right back onto you. And it's going to be more than you can handle, actually. So, yeah, Father, we love you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you that you fill us up when we're so dry and we just need a refresh. Yeah, thank you, God. Thank you, God. I know there's situations that um, there's some people who are facing where it's just you just feel weak. You feel like you don't have strength to even do it on your own, but um, press into him and ask him for his strength because we know that we can't get through stuff on our own. And um, Yeah, just ask him for his strength. He will, he will give you what you need. He will give you what you need. Um, and as you're seeking God, just keep pressing into him right now. What I just want you guys to also be listening to, how can you encourage the body? How can you encourage one another? Um, just begin to ask God, who needs some encouragement? And if you would be bold, go up to them. You never know what somebody needs to hear. You never know what somebody is facing when they're at home by themselves, seeking after God. You don't know how many tears you've cried. You don't know um, what people are going through. So you never, you never know what your word of encouragement could mean to somebody um, and vice versa. So just, if you would, as you're seeking God, would you just be thinking of how can I encourage one another, um, encourage our body? Um, let's press in. Let's press in. Let's press in. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we worship you, Lord. You're worthy of our praise. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. Come on, sing it again. My hope, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood. Righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. Christ alone, cornerstone, the weak made strong in the same. And through the storm, He is. 
it's all about you Jesus I'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you it's all about you Jesus I'm sorry Lord for the thing I've made it when it's all about you it's all about you Jesus it's all about you it's all about you it's all about you Jesus it's all about you it's all about you yes Lord it's all about you Jesus it's all about you it's all about you it's all about you Jesus it's all about you it's all about you it's all about you Jesus Lord, it's all about you it's all about you Lord we lift up your name this whole song just been about just examining our heart and I just we just open up your heart to him and just God would you just come in we we talk about here at the assembly that we want to become more like you and so God we open up our hearts to you and we just invite you in to just just touch those spots that need to look more like you so if you would just um just listen for him and just listen to what he he's got to say we're just going to keep playing just keep seeking after him. God, what are you saying? What are you doing? What are you saying? What are you doing? Yeah, we open our hearts to you, Jesus. Make us more like you, God. Make us more like you, God. Make us more like you, and closer, God. Just draw us close. Draw us close. Mm-hmm. God, we thank you for the peace that you've brought. We thank you that you calm the storms that are raging in our in our minds. And just you calm the storms that are just raging in our lives to you, God. Just draw us close to you, God. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom to navigate. Just 
life situations, God. Give us kingdom minds. Give us kingdom minds. Gonna let me down. 
you're never gonna let you're never gonna let me down no you're never gonna let you're never gonna let me down you're never gonna let you're never gonna let me down you're never gonna let you're never gonna let me down you're never gonna let you're never gonna let me down cause you are good you're good oh you are good you're good oh you are good you're good oh You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. You're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down. Cause you are good, you're good. You're good, oh, you are good, you're good, oh, you are good, you're good, oh. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. right now for a minute. Thank you, God. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Father, we just ask right now in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, just ask you encounter every single person here. Every single person here, God, we just ask you reveal yourself. Father, you show yourself strong and you show yourself mighty. Show them how you see them, Lord. Reveal every lie, God. Every stronghold set up in the mind that, that just exalts itself up above your knowledge, God. Right now, in Jesus' name, we ask that you just dismantle it, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. God, we ask for revelation knowledge this morning that changes our lives, God. That doesn't just make us feel good or encourage us for a moment. God, but that you would change our lives. Thank you, Lord. That we'd have one of those Kairos moments that sets us up, God. 
to experience more of you, to run well with you, to be empowered by you, to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We thank you, Lord, that you love us so much. You continue to work in us, and I thank you for not leaving us the same today, God. Thank you that you just come right now, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So just have a word this morning on steadfastness. And as I'm speaking, I just want to say, like, if, if anything is resonating with you, if anything is pulling at you, tugging at you, you feel war within yourself, you feel challenged, I just ask that you come to the front. And um, after I'm done sharing, I'd just like to, to pray over you. And I feel like Sometimes you just know it has nothing to do with you. Like, he just wants to do something. And so it, wouldn't, it's not, it won't be a long prayer. I'm just going to come through and just lay hands on anyone who comes up. Um, but this morning, so yeah, as I'm speaking, you can make your way to the front if anything's tugging at you at any point. Thank you, God. And so um, how many of you know, like, we are saved by his grace. It's not by our works. Lest I boast or you boast. Look what I've done. No, it's what he's done. We're dressed in his righteousness. And it's so awesome when we come to that realization that, like, I'm saved. Like, holy cow, his spirit is inside of me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in heaven for eternity. He's on my side. I have his favor. Like, all of these things start to come to your mind, and you're excited. And then maybe you face a battle. And then what does the enemy try to do? Oh, he's not really for you. He doesn't, like, really live in you. He doesn't really care. He's not really going to do anything about that situation. All of those lies and those things start to come. And then you start to feel like, oh, and then another battle comes. And then you're like, God, I thought you loved me. Like, I thought we were buds. I thought, I thought you were for me. Like, what's going on? And so I feel like that's specifically what I'm supposed to talk about today. Because we are born into the kingdom of God, but we are also born into a war. And I feel like that's what he wanted me to speak about this morning. In Revelations 12, 17, it says, And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So we have an adversary, and he's real. And, the, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And it doesn't stop there. It says, and the violent take it by force. So when we have adversary, when we have adversarial issues coming, when we feel like we are being bombarded with issues, what are we called to do? We're called to take the kingdom by force. We're not called to sit down and say, woe is me. We're not called to sit down and go, God, why are you against me? No, he's already stated in his word that he is for me. He has already said that. That is established. But I do have an adversary, but he doesn't leave me alone says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, and they love not their own lives unto death. So this week, there was a battle loss for someone I know. He had cancer, and we were fighting for him, and he's in glory with Jesus. So even when you lose a temporary battle, the soul, his soul is one. He's, he is in glory. And so, so I, I praise God for that. I refuse I refuse to bow down. Jesus, he is with you, 
And guess what? Instead of being motivated to not pray for the next person with cancer, I am compelled that it will be destroyed. I'm going to see it. It's going to happen because he said in Mark 16, 14 through 18, this is after Jesus had risen and he appeared. Later, he appeared to the 11 as he sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, go, go into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So I am not moved by something that I see. I'm moved by his words. He is the Lord. The enemy of, this, of the air, he's not my king. He's my king. He's your king. And he said, go, lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And as I was praying, Shauna, I think she's upstairs this morning. She sent me this verse, and um, it was uh, in Galatians 6, 8 through 9. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. We shall reap if we do not lose heart. He said we're his sons and daughters and we're to go into all the world and we are to bring them the kingdom. I'm not supposed to just get them, just get them saved and think, oh, I checked it off the list. We are supposed to. It says, for this reason, the Son of God was made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy. The Lord hates the works of the enemy. He despises them. When his children are oppressed, when they're sick, when they're brokenhearted, when they're cast down, he wants us to bring the kingdom. And the main point I felt is this. The kingdom of God is within you. It's within every believer here. And it says that the kingdom suffers violence. So when I'm in a battle or when I feel like everything's against me, it's not against me. It's against the kingdom, the kingdom within me. And the kingdom within me is what is trying to be held back, not you. It's when we take it personal that we think, oh, God, what about me? What about me? And um, you guys know I talk about Dan Moore a lot because he's changed my life and my perspective. But one of the things he says is, the moment that you make the gospel about you is the moment the enemy knows right where to attack. He sees your vulnerability because it's been made about you. It hasn't been made about his kingdom. And the example he uses is when a soldier goes off to war and he's laying in a trench and he's, he's muddy and he's wet and he's hungry and he probably has wounds from battle, and he's bleeding, and all these things are happening. What keeps him in the trench? What keeps him there? It's not just because it's about him. It's not just because it's about his family. It's because it's about his nation. He's fighting for his nation. His, his perspective is that I'm going into battle, and I'm warring for my nation, and I'm not turning back. I'm moving forward to advance. And we are fighting not just on behalf of ourselves or our friends or our family, but we're fighting on behalf of the kingdom of God, that we would manifest the glory of Jesus Christ everywhere we go, and that every tongue and every tribe and every nation would be saved. 
And saved means healed, delivered, set free, kept safe and sound. So if you see someone downcast, it's, it is my mandate from heaven that I would push forward and reveal the kingdom of God into that situation, into that person's life, into that circumstance, that his glory would be revealed and that everyone would be saved. That through you and I, everyone, every single person would be saved. That's the will of our God. So I want to share one more verse. And this just applies to anything that you feel is holding you back. A mindset. God, I've made this about you or about me, and I've forgotten that it's about you. It's about your kingdom. It's about your glory. It's about that person down the road who doesn't know you yet. It's about that woman who's oppressed, and I can see it. Your heart longs for her. If you're in bondage to sin, if you're in bondage to addiction, and you feel like these things are, these things are pulling me down, they're, they're weighing me down, and they're keeping me from advancing. They're keeping me from seeing the glory of God in my life and in through my life. The verse I want to share is this in Hebrews. Therefore, we also, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, not looking back, but looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You've not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. So it becomes about laying down my life, saying, I, you, I, you have laid hold of me. I'm going to lay hold of that thing which Christ has laid hold of me for. His glory will be revealed through my life and in my life. People will be saved. The sick will be healed. The oppressed will go free. In Jesus' name. So if you feel like I've made it about me or there are things I really need to just throw off and I need to just say it is, I've been bought with a price. It's not my life. It's yours, God. So if you feel like any of that is for you, just I just pray you come to the altar. I just want to pray over you. And just worship through the next song. Even after you receive prayer for anything this, this morning, worship through it. Contend for it. Stay in his presence until he speaks to you this morning. Thank you.
keep pressing into him. Just keep pressing into him. Keep going after him. Because he's going after you. He's going after your heart. He wants to heal you. Heal the deep wounds, brokenness. He wants to draw you close to his heart. He's a good father. He's a good God. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yeah, keep pressing into him. Keep pressing into him. God, what are you saying? What are you doing? What are you saying about me? What are you saying about me? tasted and seen all the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free and my shame is Your glory. 
tasted and seen all the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone in your presence lord oh i've tasted and seen i've tasted and seen all the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone in your presence lord oh holy spirit you are welcome here come flood this place and fill the atmosphere your glory god is what our hearts long for to be overcome by your presence lord oh holy spirit you are welcome here come flood this place and fill the atmosphere your glory god is what our hearts long for to be overcome by your presence lord your presence lord your presence lord your presence lord let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness let us become more aware of your presence let us experience the glory of your goodness lord and we sing holy spirit you are what our hearts long for to be overcome by your presence lord your presence lord your presence lord 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Have your way, God. Have your way today, Lord. Spirit of God, have your way. Have your way, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, right now, I just pray you'll continue to work on every person's heart in this sanctuary. God, we need you. We need you more than breath alone. I pray you'll sweep up and down every, every aisle. Search our hearts, God. Help us to draw close to you. It's the only thing that matters in this life. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Lord. Wow. I'm overwhelmed at his presence. Let me get through this. Those of you who don't know me, my name's Todd Provost. My beautiful wife, Sandy, is a couple rows back. Wave, Sandy. But uh, we've been coming to the church now for a little less than a year. And um, it's been awesome. People at this church have been just phenomenally awesome, friendly, welcoming, wonderful. I couldn't ask for more. We're, We're just, we really feel we're right where God wants us to be. And, uh, but what I wanted to share a little bit about today is uh, just to top off of what Amber is talking about. And for those of you who know me, I've talked about this all the time. You think, oh, it's a broken record. But it's about abiding. just abiding in his presence, making time for him. We're so busy every day. You know, all of us, we got our things going. You know, family, friends, hobbies. But God wants to spend time with us. He wants us to be with him, to sit still, sit in his presence and listen. Listen to his voice. 
He'll speak to us. He can speak to every one of us. In the last six months, he's spoken to me more than I've ever thought possible. Because I've carved time out of my day, and I sat in his presence and just asked, not with my laundry list of prayer requests, but I just sat there and said, God, I want to hear your voice. And he's spoken to me. I mean, he didn't come out with a, with a loud, audible voice, but he's spoken to me. He's spoken to my heart. And he can do that for every one of us. He just wants us to take that time and sit in his presence and listen. He wants our fellowship. He wants to be close to us. But we have so many other things that are so important to us and we, we don't do it. But I would encourage you today, take time. Take time, not something that you're just normally doing already, but something that you cherish, that you like doing. Cut it out for a couple minutes, five, ten minutes, and take time and go sit down somewhere and just ask God, say, I'm here, God. I'm listening. Speak to me. And I really believe that, you know, it'll it'll transform your life. I'm retired now, so I got a lot more time to do it. I understand everybody's busy. Everybody has a lot of stuff going. But please, he wants to have a relationship with you. He wants us to have a relationship with him. We can't do any of these things that, like Amber talked about, unless we have a relationship with him unless we're close to him and we hear his voice. You know, the Bible says that my sheep hear his voice. So you can hear his voice. He will speak to you. So that's, that's the main thing I wanted to share. But one other thing is that since we've been coming here, God's doing something special. God's doing something awesome in this congregation. I mean, it started with like um, uh, John Mark Baker and, and, uh, and Justin Allen and, uh, you know, God's stirring something up. He wants us to, to draw closer and, and desire spiritual gifts, go deeper in God, you know, because he, the Bible says that to desire the spiritual gifts, you know, he wants us to have spiritual gifts. He wants us to, to grow and, and not just come on Sundays and, and you know, Go about your day, the rest of it will go about your week. But he wants to develop a relationship and he wants to bless us and wants us to go deeper in him. So, and I think one of the things that 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 God's doing special and what he wants to do is baptize people in the Holy Spirit. For those who have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, it's nothing to be ashamed about. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. But, but God wants, I mean, when I first got saved, that's when I got filled with the Holy Spirit. But I wanted everything that God had for me. Everything. And why wouldn't we want everything that God has? And being baptized in the Holy Spirit is, is an empowering. I mean, it's it's just an amazing thing that God can do in your heart that, that empowers you to serve him, empowers you to live for him. Um, 
I've got one scripture. I'm sorry, uh, Amber had tons of scriptures, and I love scripture when you're trying to share something, but I, I just wanted to talk from my heart. And, um, but Acts 19, verse 2 through 6, um, Paul was in Ephesus, and he ran into some disciples. And in verse 2 it says, And he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And that just that flabbergasted me that, you know, disciples back, they didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. Well, we know there's a Holy Spirit. There's an extra something that we need to have, and that's the power of the Holy Spirit. To live a bona fide uh, Christian life, a successful Christian life, we really need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So, so as we, uh, the band just continues to worship, um, I would encourage you, oh, I'm sorry, at the end of that, uh, that section, Paul said, here's how it happened. He said that when Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they began speaking in tongues and prophesying. So it comes by the laying on of hands. But it's something also that you really have to desire. I mean, you've got to want it. You've got to say, God, whatever you have for me, whatever you have for me, I want. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit is something extra. It's something more. It's something that we, if you don't have it, desire it. Just like spiritual gifts and growing in God, but desire more from God. He wants to bless you with more. So as we just continue to worship, I would ask that, uh, again, if, uh, if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, I mean, today's your day. Today's your day. Let's pray. Let's just ask God. I mean, not to uh, coerce somebody into speaking in tongues and, and, and uh, being filled, but, but the Spirit of God moving on, on you and receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. He can do that. He wants to do that. And I pray that if you haven't had the baptism of the Holy Spirit, come on down, come forward. We'll pray with you. If you need to, uh, just talk to God about abiding, carving out time for Him. Come on up, let's just worship, and just continue this awesome presence of God here. Thanks. Every song we could ever sing Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you Oh, we live for you, Jesus Jesus, the name above every other name Jesus, the only one who could ever save. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. And we sing holy, holy. There is no one like you. 
there is none beside you open up my eyes in wonder show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me Worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever save. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you, Lord. And we sing holy, holy. There is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder. Show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. And I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation. And I will put my trust in you alone. And I will not be shaken. And I I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation, and I will put my trust in you alone. And I will not be shaken. Holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder and show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. And I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation and I will put my 
trust in you alone and I will not be shaken and I will build my life upon your love it is a firm foundation and I will put my trust in you alone and I will not be shaken oh we will not be shaken Lord and we sing holy there is no one like you there is none beside you open up my eyes in wonder show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me Um, where I think that we've realized we fell short and we do many times is moving towards that person or that to address that issue a lot of times we handle that on a personal level and we kind of forget God's will in that and the problem with that is then instead of seeking God's kingdom as the outcome in that situation we end up seeking kind of up, a lot of times upholding our own personal reputation or any offense that we feel. We feel that our identity, um, our character is being attacked. So when we address that issue, we're telling a lot of what we're saying has truth in it, but we're missing the, the loving aspect of it. And that's one thing with uh, God and in the Bible, 
we'll go ahead and pull this out. You know, in Ephesians, just real quick, it says, um, instead speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. Um, and like I said, when we're kind of dealing on a personal issue, we may speak some truth, but we're missing that love. And when you're not coming from a loving place, a lot of times the person that you're trying to address whatever issue it is that you have, um, they're not going to receive it well. And then I love Tim Keller, and he talks to this, so I'm going to read um, a quick um, thing that, this is from the book, um, The Meaning of Marriage. So he says, he talks about truth and love. He says, love without truth is sentimentality. It supports and affirms us, but keeps us in denial about our flaws. It says, truth without love is harshness. It gives us information, but in such a way that we cannot really hear it. God's saving love in Christ, however, is marked by both radical truthness about who we are, and yet also radical, unconditional love and commitment to us. The merciful commitment and love strengthens us to see the truth about ourselves and repent. The conviction and the repentance moves us to cling to and rest in God's mercy and grace. So when dealing with whatever the issue is with the person, it really just comes down to applying the gospel to that relationship and keeping your love on for that person um, in order to move towards the truth and resolving it. And just to kind of wrap up that, um, Jesus is here. I can feel him. Um, one of the biggest things, I'm a really positive person, so I look at everything in a positive light. So dealing with conflict, I wanted everything to be okay. I just want it to be okay. I don't want to deal with it. Um, and so I would kind of brush over it, and it f just penetrated us really hard. <laughs> Um, when you just walk over conflict and you don't deal with it head on, the issue with that is that conflict builds up, right? And I think within our church, we've done a fabulous job of addressing this, but what about at home, right? What about within your work? And so here's the thing, what we realized this last year is it's not a matter of um, if conflict will happen, it's a matter of when. Conflict will happen in our life. We live in a broken world, right? I come from a broken family, Lucas comes from a broken family. The problem is conflict will happen. And so what we realized is we wanted to do something different. The problem is we're taught confrontation, right? We're taught to deal with the matter head on. There's a huge difference between confrontation and honest conversation. And that's what we wanted to learn. So the biggest difference that we were, like God just basically smacked both of us and it was like love. Are you coming from a place of love or are you coming from a place of anger? Um, and so what we needed to kind of die to ourselves and realize you got to be vulnerable. When you're having those honest conversations, you got to admit this is where I went wrong and here I'm coming to you and I love you and I want what God's calling out in your life. And that's why we're sitting down and we're going to walk through this, right? And so I think that's the biggest things we've learned when pastor was like, what do you guys want to talk about? We're like honest conversations, right? We want to do something different within um, our lives. And it starts at home. It starts with teaching our kids what it means to deal with honest conversations because they're going to be wives. They're going to be husbands, right? They're going to be someone's boss one day. They're going to have coworkers. And teaching them at home what it means to walk through those honest conversations is so important. Um, and what God wants is honestly, ultimately, is love. 
So um, we're still figuring it out. We still reach out to people for, for prayer um, and advice and sometimes just walk through it with them. So but we're willing to pray with you if you guys are um, wanting more information about how kind of we've walked through certain things and more specifics, we're willing to pray with you. Um, we love this church. We love this congregation. Um, so we'll just continue to press in. Um, we'll stay here however long we need to stay here to deal with anything, okay? We love you guys. Good word. So um, we are at our end of the time. I just want to honor you guys with time. I don't want to push past and make, you know, make you guys stay. So um, we're going to end on a high note. We're going to sing some glorious day. Um, and, and again, if you just at the end of service, if you want to reach out to any of the people who spoke, I'll be in the back. Um, if you need prayer, um, please reach out to one of us and we will gladly pray for you. Um, we love praying. So, um, yeah, if you guys would stand up, we'll end. Um, our service and um, let's say the Lord's Prayer before we sing. Is that, is that good? So, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. All right. I was buried beneath my shame Who could carry that kind of weight That was my tomb Till I met you I was breathing but not alive all my failures I tried to hide That was my turn Till I met you You called my name Come sing that And I ran out of the grave Out of the darkness Into your glorious day you called my name And I ran out of that grave Out of the darkness Into your glorious day Woo! Now your mercy has saved my soul now your freedom is all that I know The old made new Jesus, when I met you You call, you call my name And I ran out of that grave Out of the darkness Into your glorious day you call my name And I ran out of that grave Out of the darkness Into your glorious day
burdens heavy now chains break at the weight of your glory i was shelter i was an orphan now you call me a citizen of heaven when i was broken you were my healing now your love is the air that i'm breathing i have a future my eyes are open because when you call my really enjoyed yourselves today and just take God with you wherever you go. Be blessed. Amen.